Hi everyone, welcome to You're Not Alone Conversations. It's powered by EdSpot, the emotional well-being app, and I'm your host and presenter, Geetika Sate. Today, we're talking with Aditya Bhakri, the director of Bhakri's India, which is the leading FFCG brand for breakfast cereals. And you'd be happy to know it's also made in India and gives a very tough competition to Kellogg's. So Aditya, thank you so much for being here with us. And uh, how's 2020 been for you? Deepika, thank you so much for having me here. And uh, I must say you're doing a fabulous job with the You're Not Alone conversations. It's, it's something uh, that is so pertinent in the times that we are in today. And, um, and, and thank you so much for the generous introduction. We're a very simple homegrown brand uh, built on the principles of Mahatma Gandhi to try and create something honest and something very natural and nutritious in a space which is otherwise, uh, or, or a world that's otherwise driven by perception. But, um, but to answer your question on 2020, 2020 has been uh, a bit of a roller coaster year for all of us, especially for all of us in FMCG. And even otherwise, I think it's been a year which has um, had a steep learning curve for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's a massive reset for how we looked at life and how we looked at you know various aspects of, of personal professional life and something in many ways that was really required. And, um, and, and it's, it's given us a lot to ponder over and, and hopefully 2021 will come out stronger, learn from the lessons that 2020 taught us and, and you know, carry some of the momentum also that, that, that we've seen um, you know, in the sector, especially in, in our space where everyone wants to eat healthier and they realize that eating healthy is not really uh, a choice. It's, right. it's, it's a requirement and it, it actually keeps you in a better position when you go through times like what we saw in 2020. So that's that's what you know has been um, 2020 in a nutshell. So um, before we dive into more questions and more conversation, um, I just wanted to let our viewers and people who are listening to us right now know that You're Not Alone Conversations is all about us talking to our guests um, about how they are feeling in their personal space and their professional space so that you know that you're not the only ones going through anything um, given the situation that we're in given and not just right now during the pandemic but generally in life as well and even though from the outside perspective it all seems really hunky-dory what we're going to dive in and talk a little more about and especially now with Aditya is how he has sort of faced his fears and has actually come out of any fear that he's been feeling and been able to work through those fears. Um, so Aditya, just out of curiosity, what exactly is fear for you? Like, what do you think fear entails? What does fear mean to you? So fear is, um, you know, something, uh, something that's a bit comprehensive, right? And it's got various aspects. So I would say fear is something which, which tends to A, pull you back, and, and also, it's, it's a necessity in a certain way. So if, if you weren't fearful, then um, you would probably get a bit complacent. So mm-hmm. for me, uh, you know, fear has different meanings professionally, personally. Um, professionally, it could be a getting complacent with what you're doing. And I think uh, as, as a second gen in the family business, uh, it's something, Bhagavad is something that my father started. Mm-hmm. What you really want to know is, you know, are you making a difference, you know, 
is um, is is your contribution even noteworthy to a degree that you're making a difference? So there's always a fear of you know complacency because you have a benchmark that's set. You have a fear of um, you know what the environment around you is going to change like. So so for example, in 2020, most of us went through something where you did not know you know what hit us when the pandemic and the and the lockdown came. So that's a different sort of fear where. Um, I would say environmentally, you know, you go through such a drastic amount of change and, um, and, and, and personally as well, right? Like, so fear is, um, you know, say it, it, fear could be hurting your loved ones knowingly, unknowingly, uh, by your actions or, or, or say losing confidence. Um, and, and it could be, you know, confidence in terms of physical abilities. It could be confidence in terms of cognitive abilities. So it totally um, depends on, 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 on the context of, you know, what you do. But, uh, but fear is something which, A, pulls you back. And it also keeps you motivated at the same time. So I think, um, I think the way I look at fear is that it's a necessary evil. Like, it's an evil that exists in our lives, but it's required to a certain degree for us to be able to do better if there was no fear we would be walking around in the streets of delhi without masks so it is required to a certain so you mentioned like um, you in before the conversation recording started you were mentioning that in 2020 you were handed over the reins almost of bagri's india by your father how has that been has that fear of actually living up to the legacy that your father's already established been hindering you in any way or has it been a helpful sort of push into the deep end for you to start working to your potential and to start achieving your vision? So, you know, it has been, um, I would say, a very positive drive. Um, so this transition wasn't, you know, um, a switch on off. So it was, you know, it was a very gradual transition. And, and as it happens in most family run businesses, uh, I would still say um, I've had the privilege of having my father and some, some really great people to mentor me on the top. And I've been taking mentorship over the last few years as, as a conscious effort to try and just rethink everything I do. But... Um, it's, it's very different, I would say, when when you're on the top and you're managing things, when there's business as usual, and then, you know, when the pandemic hits, um, and, and then you probably want to turn into, you know, your um, your family or your leadership. And at that point of time, you know, when they say, no, you're the leadership and you have to drive out this mm. pandemic, that's, that's a different experience altogether because it's the first time that you're in the middle of a crisis managing it. And I think it was an experience which has definitely been um, a very, very important one, very rewarding, very steep learning curve. Um, and and the fear of screwing it all up, simply put, because you were trying to manage the situation, was was definitely there. And and it's something, again, in which, you know, I wasn't alone because I was talking to, you know, peers in the industry, other colleagues of mine working in different FMCG organizations, exchanging notes. So everyone had similar fears, but... Obviously, I came in with maybe relatively lesser years of experience of gray hairs. So, mm. you know, added in a bit more fear. But, but it was an experience which was truly rewarding from, you know, um, a time that you got the confidence that you're not going to screw it all, screw, screw it all up, basically. Yeah. And yeah. you will, you know, be able to handle things and, and, and move out of... Um, you know a crisis situation so a crisis teaches you a lot 
I think it's one of those learning experiences that that everyone should have once in a while because it also helps you identify what are you good at and you know what are your strengths in terms of how to manage it and yeah. and it also brings out the best and the worst in people and if you can really you know bring out the best in in your people during that time um, you know you are able to go from status quo to something better and right. um, and that's what happened so i think i i think that's what happened in the pandemic and and every day was a new learning experience every day was a challenge you moved one step and um, and you realize that there are 10 other things that you need to fix but um, but yeah just doing simple intuitive uh you know common sensical things uh, you know we were able to get back up fairly quick and we were in a sector which was essential so it was required to mm-hmm. to at that point of time you know feed as many people as we could and mm-hmm. it wasn't a time to you know really look at what we were doing as a business but rather as um as ensuring that there is a nutritional need that the country has and we have right. an important role to play in terms of making that happen especially mm-hmm. at a time that, you know essential items were running out um mm-hmm. about making sure that everyone got enough calories that they needed to sustain themselves okay. and um, that's a function that the food processing sector played and mm-hmm. it's something that that came out pretty strongly by the end uh, once things opened up that that what we were doing is essentially you know a service rather than just trying to turn a profit every year for right. for personal so, so um that that's very interesting because you've actually touched upon something even though you're talking from a business point of view where um you know you do have the fear of screwing up as you said and of actually you know being able to live up to the type of business that your father has built and to take it forward and grow it more and uh, honestly that applies to everyone out there as well because most of our parents have done so well in their lives so we all have that fear somewhere deep down inside that oh my god can we actually live up to what they've done can we build a house and a family um like they have done for us and that that's a fear that all of us face and i think that's an everyday thing that's not just pandemic related of course you got the the push that your father gave you during the pandemic and you're right we do all need to go through that crisis situation because you it, it really does build on your personality and your character but at the same time when we are trying to build ourselves in a crisis it ends up being very unnerving and it's very unsettling and a lot of people actually end up having a lot of um, mental health issues and emotional wellness issues because stress comes in and pressure comes in but even uh, while you were talking about like the personal fears that you have and especially related to like hurting your family or like causing any harm um is is there a fear that sort of got highlighted in the last year about um, you know especially when it comes to covid like stepping out has become a problem and you're always scared that when you come home you know you won't infect anyone else but are there any other fears that have come in like of course protection and all about how to protect the family so you know um, as a family or or say as a unit right it could be family it could be a bunch of your close friends um, hmm. um when, when the pandemic hit uh, what i realized is that um and and this is something that we were talking about earlier that how connected we are right we were all running our own individual races uh, professionally firstly mm-hmm. um going out trying to live you know each life uh, each day of your life to the maximum right. and and when it hit it was almost a complete reset so you were forced to stay in those two 
you know make sure that um, you were safe and also your actions directly implied um, or had an impact on the safety of your loved ones right so that part of the fear of stepping out is very important so um, if if i wasn't stepping out it could be more because i did not want to bring back contagion to my family rather than you know my uh, my actions bringing uh, you know a consequence to myself or something that most people can handle but the fact you're bringing contagion home is something that um, you know many people's conscience you know would not allow and right. that's that's a natural fear to have yeah. and and that's what keeps you together the other part of it is that as a unit be it a family or a friends group um, you know you cannot be um, uh, you know happy just in isolation right so you might be strong enough to deal with the pandemic you might be strong enough to you know manage the situation and frankly i had it relatively easy because i was quite busy so it wasn't like work stopped for me so in fact uh, you know as soon as march hit and and the crisis hit uh, i spent a lot of time on the phone or, or on zoom conversations and and managing things virtually so time was actually uh, moving a lot faster for me than a lot of other people in the family right. as well as you know in amongst my uh, my close circle of friends and at that point of time it was very important to understand that your mental health and your unit's mental health is interconnected you cannot be happy if um, you know someone else is going through a tough time that you care about so mm. you have to make sure that everyone else is also up beat and you're trying to you know do whatever it takes to make a you know keep everyone motivated be it and and I'm sure everyone's gone through it so right from playing online tambola to playing ludo games through yeah. through you know various members of the family connected from different parts to yeah. trying to like or do something or pick up something that that keeps you upbeat and 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 doesn't make you think for the fact that you've been you've been forcefully locked inside your homes during this time and and it did help um, you know realize the role that you play as 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 a member of the family or as as a friend as well to try and help uh, you know talk to people and and make sure that, that that they're doing okay so i was grateful to have friends who would you know call up and check in on me to see if how i was doing and vice versa so uh, and and including family members at that point of time so i think that fear is something that is very important that when when you have a loved one who's going through you know a, a tougher situation simply because you know they're at a different stage in life uh, their professional uh, aspirations might have been hit because of you know what 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 just happened um, during the lockdown and um, and and also like um, changes a lot when you have more time at hand right like there's only that much you can do to kill time so so first time having conversations uh, um, in in more of sometimes an unstructured manner really helps try and motivate people um, and and you get motivation from others right um, so so my my wife is a fashion designer she um, had set up her own studio and she was doing extremely well um, her biggest motivator was the fact that she was employing artisans um, and and making sure that you know they 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 get a livelihood and that really motivated her more than anything else right. but once the lockdown happened as massive migration you know all the artisans are moving back to their village so right. she didn't know how she could produce she didn't know how she could produce handmade garments because it was literally garments moving you know right. in in a very close contact sort of manner right. uh, what motivated me was seeing her not give up 
so she actually uh, started working on an outsource model she engaged tailors whom you know she could manage the entire situation virtually mm-hmm. through through services like we fast or done so and move it from the homes of one one artisan to another and and yet get her job done and mm-hmm. she didn't give up the fact that no one was wearing designer garments for a while and everyone was in pajamas and and t-shirts so her market shrunk you know at least temporarily so yeah. there was an innate um, you know desire to keep going and that's a real motivator right like when you know that all your chips are down because you cannot produce the way you want to you cannot you know sell to the same market because the needs have changed yet you want to keep on doing and 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 you pivot and and and, and try and create stuff that you'd want to wear at home or to a zoom call or to you know um, something that you're still you know comfortable wearing inside but you don't give up so so that's a massive motivator because in many situations we end up uh, you know giving up because it's 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 just um, too hard to absorb the changes that have happened in the environment around you so i think that was um, that was you know quite a big learning experience right. and um, it's um, it's been something which has been a very steep curve in terms of you know how we see ourselves and and just realizing how connected we are as units and um, and we need to sort of stay connected to push ourselves up that's true and honestly uh, the fact that you mentioned that we've all been there for each other to support each other to get through the difficult times i think that ends up being extremely important and is the main reason that we're all still moving forward and not we haven't stopped in 2020 and 2021 is now ahead of us so uh, is there something that you're really scared about in 2021 or are you like yes i got this i've i've seen 2020 if i can get through 2020 i can get through anything so so lots of things um, i'd say on the personal front um, you know we are expecting an addition to the family very soon and, congratulations and and there's lots of fears of um, you know becoming a dad or or making sure that you know you, you're sandy you still perceive even even though we're you know way past our teenagers but you still um, you know feel like a kid inside right so so once once you 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 enter this new chapter of being a parent you realize mm-hmm. that uh, are you ready for this is you know do you have this can you do this it's something absolutely new so that's that's a very positive fear to have i think and it's something that that i'm experiencing and and so is my spouse and we you know we we still feel like we're too young to have kids but but it's one of those things that you know is just natural um, yeah. and uh, it's it's life progression which which i think is um, is extremely important and it gives you a sense of responsibility that you're going to be responsible for someone else's life mm. far more than you have been so i think i think that's one fear which um, which i would be um, you know I, i can tell you how i've gone through after i've gone through it but at the moment it definitely does make you nervous and uh, when you see people who've done it who've been through it you know that mm-hmm. sort of if you come especially people in our generation who you know been recent parents and yeah. managed to make the transition beautifully it's always uh, very motivating to see and um, and i think um, i think that's been that's been one i think professionally also you know we've uh, we've had a year last year where um, you couldn't take anything for granted so i think going into 2021 there's a lot of positive motivation that things are mm-hmm. getting back on track but at the back of your head you know and you've experienced something where uh, literally whatever 
you could not expect would shut down and did shut down and you had to get back up from there so you plan also accordingly your thought process becomes a lot more nimble uh, we are quite motivated on 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 how the uh, you know going forward looks because um, like it mentioned um, eating healthy is now not not really a choice right like everyone needs to do that to to try and uh, you know live a fitter better life be it building one's immunity or just generally staying fit and living healthier and longer so i think that's a big motivator and it's helped us you know create new product ideas create new channels um because there's been disruption in literally everything so so when the lockdown hit right from you know our ability to manufacture to our ability to distribute um and 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 what consumers wanted was changing almost month on month and um, the food processing sector is actually fortunate not to be largely hit by the pandemic but there were still channels that changed so suddenly you did not consume things in hotels anymore or you did not go to a large supermarket because um, you would fear stepping out so you were buying stuff online and right. um, and and that's what you know made you realize how important it is to you know uh, you know have that carved into your basic business strategy to make sure that you're omni channel enough and you're not just dependent on one mode of uh, distribution because we saw that evaporate into thin air in in no time and then it's gradually picked back up but but it did have a strong you know temporary disruption and just building your professional life or your business on simple fundamentals of um, of of you know common sense principles be it making sure that your your cash flows are intact making sure you put all your necessary costs in check making mm-hmm. sure that you are motivated um and and you've given them a safe working environment so all of these things um, i think are almost intuitive but it's very easy to miss out on those at a time of crisis so uh, i'm very grateful that i had a very experienced team to to help me through so you know they intuitively knew what to do and Mm. the key part is that everyone has a fear of make, making mistakes right so if if i make a decision um the reason people don't make decisions is because they fear that what if i make a wrong decision and right. something about the hard way is that you could make a lot of wrong decisions but it's still more important to make a decision rather than you know fear of making it because eventually the procrastination of it will be far worse than having to choose between a or b and right. that's something Experience all the time professionally, and that's that's where um, one of the things that that we've been trying to push is make sure that we stay nimble, make um, practical, logical decisions, um, you know, based on whatever data we can see, but but make them quick, and um, and and not really spend too much time pondering over things for a long time because eventually it's your your professional life is about how many decisions can you make in a day, and um, and 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 move forward with your plans and goals. Of course. and honestly i i mean i think you've touched upon some of the most important things uh but just as a quick summary for everyone who's also been listening and also like as a great uh, sort of addition to you're not alone conversations as to what you have just mentioned so first of all congratulations for the new chapter that's that's you're about to enter i think it's amazing and I know there are so many people in our generation who are about to enter that chapter or are actually considering starting a family and you're right everyone has a fear and I think that's a good fear it's it's not a bad fear at all that you know you you're getting more responsibility and you're going to start be responsible for a whole new being in your life and you don't mess up and I think it's a like you'd mentioned earlier in the conversation it it ends up becoming a motivator where you want to do better every day 
And I think that's one of the sweetest things that we've had on your Not Alone conversation. So thank you so much for that, Aditya. Uh, but from a professional thing that you've mentioned that 2021, of course, you're going into 2021 with all these learnings from 2020, but a team makes so much of a difference, especially when you know, you're navigating through troubled waters because they know what has been happening from other fronts as well. And without a good team, an experienced team, it's really hard to sort of navigate through the year or through any problem that you might be facing. But at the same time, you're innovating new things and you're starting new chapters, even in the professional front. And I'm sure that that's quite an interesting 2021 you have going on. And I can't wait to see what unravels from the Bagri's um, home and, of course, office. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You've summed it up beautifully. But um, yeah, and, and it's motivating to see people around. Like, I think, you know, before we um, started this conversation, we were just talking about uh, my father, you know, spending a lot of his time on, on social efforts and, and seeing him pursue something which gives him satisfaction of helping people out and, and, and be it, you know, helping people through COVID or other med medical issues or ailments. Yeah. is something that, that that he found his calling for uh, you know during the pandemic especially and um, and and throughout this time he's just spent a lot of time equipping himself with as much knowledge yeah because we all have is uncertainty right and i realize that um, different people react differently to uncertainty but most of us in general are um, you know um, uh, find, find it tricky to deal with uncertainty and yes. uh, and, and at that point of time, when there's so much uncertainty going around, I found it motivating that he equipped himself with as much knowledge as he could on COVID and mm -hmm. stayed abreast with what's happening with the pandemic to yeah. a large degree, including, including you know, basic steps of what to do at home, what protocols to follow. And he tried to communicate that to you know, our entire community, um, uh, you know, everyone at Bagri's. And, and if there was someone who you know, caught COVID, which eventually you know, people did, um, even though we hadn't opened offices for the longest time, but but um, he made sure that he was there and he spoke to them. And be it a frontline worker, be it someone at the factory, be it someone on the sales team, uh, you know, frontline, or one of our senior management, if someone or the other eventually did, uh, you know, catch the virus. And, and, and when they did, he made sure that he spoke to each and every one of them. And, and it wasn't a courtesy call. It was a track of how their treatment progressed till the time that they were out of it. And that was a huge mental motivator for people to know that there's someone there. Um, we're not alone in dealing with this. And it's just not me and my family. And the fact that the organization has my back was, was, a, was a relatively big deal. And I think that was a huge motivator to see how things are done right professionally, at least for me. Yeah, I think that's one of the most inspiring things. And um, someone from leadership position actually reaching out to people and talking to them I think honestly that needs to be done by everyone and it's not just leadership if you know someone who's going through any problem just talking to them about how they're dealing with it especially related to COVID or to any emotional wellness issue that they might be going through sort of just speaking to them it really helps and that's also the basis of your not alone conversations it's to be able to reach out to people and be able to let them know that they're not alone in what they're going through, that we're here, we're also going through similar problems. And we're all also trying to cope every day, even if you don't see it on social media, you don't see it out in newspapers. There's a whole other side to all of us. 
and honestly i i mean i think your dad's one of the most inspiring people and i've met him thankfully i've had the chance of meeting him and uh, what he's doing right now with his initiative to help others during this time it's just you you'd also mentioned something about uh, him using one of your factories to actually distribute meals right yes so that was very early on in the lockdown i think it was at a time that um that factories were still restricted in terms of how much we could operate so there's actually a trade off between uh, using one of our lines to make more cereal at a time that um, everything was flying off the shelves and our production was limited and um, he got a request and he wanted to actually um, help the migrant worker situation where a lot of people were migrating out yeah. so we converted one of our cereal flaking lines into um, into um, a meal preparation line because uh, which was preparing about a thousand meals a day and um, and and he said that i don't care if we don't we make a little less money but um, but we need to make sure and do what's right so we uh, had our factory team making a thousand meals a day for quite some time till you know the whole migrant worker right. situation was 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 resolved and that continued for a while and was distributed across delhi and and that was again a huge motivator right because it's not a time where you're looking at the fact that um, that your productions as it is restricted because of social distancing and other norms and um, and, and and you know very rightly so implemented by the authorities but at that point of time you're curbing on business opportunity for doing what you think is right which is um, feeding the hungry which are there on the streets and who need a meal yeah. at uh, so and that motivated our entire team so 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 our entire team switched from breakfast cereal preparation to um into preparing hot cooked meals which were very neatly hygienically packed and distributed across the city and i think it was a huge motivator to figure out why are we doing what we do and and what do we really stand for and it's not just you know running a business but there is a conscience at the end and there's a purpose at the end to what we're doing and and that's what keeps us motivated and that's that's literally the philosophy behind bhagri so um it's not about um it's not about you know selling more and more of breakfast cereal but it's about the fact that if we meet consumers to whom we can make a difference to their lives either by you know adding a, being a part of their fitness journey or being a part of their daily lifestyle and solving a nutritional need that's something that really motivates us and when we get feedback like that it's something that that keeps us going aditya thank you so much um for sharing not just the professional aspect of everything uh from a bagri's point of view and how you're sort of handling now your new position almost at bagri's and your new role at bagri's but also talking about your personal side and about the fears that you're about to face as well in your new chapter but also have faced in the past i think this has been one of the nicest conversations that i've had and one of the most inspirational ones and i i'm certain anyone who's watching it and who's listening to us right now would agree with me when i say this so thank you so much aditya for being a part of your not alone conversations this is this has been very nice dipika thank you so much for having me here i think uh, you know it's we've just talked about you know what we're doing and and, and we're not alone in doing this as um, if i can you know borrow the title a lot of people uh, i think have been very motivated uh, through this entire 2020 and and they've helped you know lift us up and what you're doing is in fact super inspiring and and I'm sure it's helping a lot of people uh, you know go through and deal with their fears or deal or deal with 
you know mental health concerns and and i think it's really great what you're doing so Thank you know do keep that up and and it's it's been a pleasure speaking to you that means a lot to me aditya thank you so much and everyone please do keep watching you're not alone conversations if not because i'm telling you but because aditya just told you this as well um and we look forward to speaking with a new guest next week stay tuned bye everyone see you aditya thank you thank you so much for having me